0: Welcome to episode 61 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, so welcome along to episode 61 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How are you going, John? Good. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back at I Man Talk Studios, isn't it? It's not the same reporting from Los Angeles. No. Did you take that photo? I didn't take the photo. Oh, that's disappointing, mate. No. Uh, maybe uh, next time. Well, I'm going to be doing it when I go to Germany. Anyway, I Man Talk is proudly brought to you by Coffees of Hawaii. Go to CoffeesofHawaii.com to check out the new website. And I'm sure you'll be well impressed. We've got some more news on that front later on in the show. So, anyway, in this week's show, what have we got coming up? We've got the news, we've got a website of the week. Got an age group of the week, we've got high five, kind of going on from last week's high five. Do you want to elaborate John? It's just recovering
1: from long haul flying. So remember last week we did what do we do, sort of what to do during long haul flights this week? It's recovering because that's what I've been doing. So how many meals did you get? I just doubled up I, only uh, doubled up. I didn't need any more than that I didn't want to be Mr Piggy uh, so I just doubled
0: up on one so of them So I've only got three to go in Germany Yeah so There you go It's an easy challenge <laughs> um, We were going to do a product review centre but we didn't get the feedback we needed so we'll probably do that next week got some cool product review centre to do next week So we're really just going to focus on questions and answers this week um, We've got some exciting news coming up for next week's show maybe Possibly. Possibly. And uh, we may pre-announce it, we may not. Anyway, first of all, news for this week, Epic Camp New Zealand open for registration. That's right. So I'm back
1: now and I'm getting this organised. So, you know, we obviously reported from the camp this year and a lot of people really seem to enjoy that. So yeah, uh, we're opening up for this year. Um, just in terms of the guys, you know, if you, if you are considering applying for the camp, um, in terms of the abilities, you know, the, the most of the guys... Average ability ranges from about nine and a half hours to about ten and a half hours. Now, there's a few guys that are quicker than that, and there's a few guys that are a little bit slower than that. But generally, you know, if if you're slower than 11 hours, you need to give us a a pretty good reason um, to come on the camp. But if you're anything below 11 hours, then you should be sweet.
0: Um, with the, if, if you're slower than 11 hours, if you're a good cyclist, you can get away with it, eh? that, That's the thing, you know. Yeah. If, if
1: your running's a little bit off, or your swimming's a little bit off, we don't have too much problem with that. But we do have some fairly big transition days. So you need to
0: ride, you have to ride about a five to five and a half in an man? About a five and a half, is,
1: yep. yeah. So um looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. In terms of the route, we're heading south again, but we're taking a different route to the last two years. We're... Going from Christchurch, heading down to Wanaka, which is where we were based for a little bit this year, and then uh, heading across to Queenstown where the camp will finish. So, some pretty wicked riding. We're going to do the old Akira Classic on day one. Nice. Um, but it's good, it should be a really good camp. I'm um, looking forward to it. What, what to expect?
0: You've got what to expect? Just good riding. Good riding. There are some changes to the traditional epic camp, aren't there? It's going to be a little bit shorter, but it's going to be a little bit more full on. We're not going to have uh,
1: any sort of rest days or anything like that. Um, You can obviously always go as hard or as easy as you like, um, but in the past we've tended to have a bit of a lay day in the middle of the camp. So it's going to be a couple of days shorter, um, but we're not really going to have a recovery day. So it should be good in epic proportions. And uh, if anybody does want to find out more about it, they can go on to epiccamp.com and uh, you, know, you can read old camp reports there or you can scroll back and read through some of our archive in terms of uh, this year's camp. Nice. So, uh, Lanza Grotty. it's been done lens and dusted. Sure, we we definitely had a few Tri talk listeners out there racing. Yep, and it sounded the race was obviously only at the weekend, and we're sort of the reports are a little bit sketchy at this stage. It's also the results are, but it sounded like it wasn't as harsh a day as they have had in the past here. It doesn't sound like it was quite as windy as uh, as it has been, but um, it's still it's you know just the course in itself is very very challenging, and. I love it when people prove me wrong, and Luke Van Laird uh, proved me wrong in terms of coming back and, and having a really strong race. Last week we talked about him, um, and I was sort of pretty sceptical, saying I didn't think he had it in him anymore, and he's had lots of DNFs, but, but he came back for a really strong second
0: place. Well, it was really interesting that um, I was reading on the, you know, how they do the update, the race updates yep. they doing, and I was reading it, I can't remember who said this, but one of the, maybe the guy who got third. Um, and he was saying, "What he was saying is saying he wasn't really that surprised by Luke's uh, result because he's been training, well, we've seen him training earlier on year." And, and his comment was, "He doesn't seem to be so lazy this year." Yeah, which I found really fascinating. It's bizarre. Yeah. So, so, maybe, so maybe Luke has a reputation
1: of being. Maybe you know he's just a talent-driven athlete, and yeah. that's how he got through his his early
0: races when he was. Oh, we're totally young, speculating, yeah. but it was, I found it a really fascinating comment. Yeah. So we anyway, know on the race results side of things. Uh, you want to do the, the names on this one? <laughs> Nico Lanos Whoa. took it out
1: pretty comfortably. Um, we we can't pull up the splits but it sounds like he uh, rode away from Luke Van Leer on the bike I think they were sort of together coming out of the swim uh, so great result you know he's been I think as high as fifth possibly in Hawaii um, yep. so you know really really good athlete he yeah, got uh, fifth last year yeah yep so yep. solid day 8, 8.49 Unfortunately we haven't Got the splits there But I don't think He went under Three hours on the run um, But still For, for Lanza Grotty that's, that's not a
0: bad time He was saying That um, it was really nice Because this is his first win And he was just saying That obviously Going into Hawaii this year Gives him confidence Now knowing he can win An Ironman race mm. To think he hadn't won And you got a fifth in Hawaii So he's obviously Got a pretty big future In front of him Hasn't he Yeah So And this is probably Relative Not
1: relatively similar But probably as, as similar A course as you're going To get for Hawaii You know Tough yep. Hilly Windy so, uh, yeah, look out for him later in the year. Yeah, bring it on. Luke Van Lierden at second,
0: just popping in under nine hours. 8.59. Yeah,
1: nice. And then uh, Stefan Volkovic, uh got third, and he's also been, I think, 10th in Hawaii, and he was the silver medalist or bronze medalist from the Sorry. Olympics in Sorry. 2000. Yep. 9.04, and it sounded like he had a ter- you know terrible times on the bike. But good, nice to show that you know he can come through, put the fastest run, split in, and run his way up to 30. He said he was thinking about pulling out of the race um, after the bikes. So. Yeah, you know, You've always got to remember that when you're, if you're having a crap time on the bike, there's plenty of
0: time to make it up on the run. Keep on trucking. I remember actually talking to Gordo about that one time in Epic Camping, and he was just saying how often most people who had their really bad bikes end up having a great day, and I think that's a real good example of that, isn't it? Yeah. Women's side of things? Oh, what else? Any other men to comment on? Well, the the guy's um, brother, the
1: guy who won an Eco-Lanos, his brother finished in seventh place, Hector, so nice. it's be nice to train with your brother a it, I guess, yeah, it's if you get on. <laughs> well, there's some brothers fight a lot, hey. Keep yeah. a brother? Yeah, but they're a
0: lot older than me, uh-huh. so... Our sister. Yeah, we cuddled. We loved each other. Yeah, you, you don't train with her though. Nah, she's no a effort. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she's a great chick. Like Good sister. Good
1: um, woman side of things. Tina Bow- Bowman, last year's second place skitter I think. Yeah, presume that's how you pronounce her name. It's T-I-I-N-A. I presume it's Tina. Nine fifty-eight, so just dipping under the ten-hour mark. You we know, Tara Norton, and she came in at ten twelve. But what was interesting about Tara Norton? Like, yeah, look fascinating. At, huh? Looking at the uh, the stories, sort of the race reports, it sounded like she dislocated her shoulder halfway through the swim, and then put it back in, and then carried on and got second. Wow, so, that is impressive. Yeah, you know, if that's true, and if it was, well, it's just that's incredible. That's incredible. That's, <laughs> um, Kathy Turner, and, and
0: whatever his name was, Fran. It was Fran yeah. Yeah. Davies, John Davies, something like that. <laughs> Um, and then
1: in third place we had Sione Youngstra Youngstra in 10-14 so pretty close battle there for third a lot of those names we're not familiar with uh, you know from fourth through to tenth so it wasn't an uber uber uh, girls field but the top three and the guys you know those guys are really well performed athletes all be top ten in Hawaii so Good racing there in Lanzagrotti, and we hope all the Tri listeners and anybody who listens had a great day out there.
0: Yeah, we really tried our best. I really tried my best to find out like Fegan's results and stuff, but just the page doesn't seem to be too flash at this stage. So hopefully yeah. they kind of update that over the next few days and we can figure out a better, you know, what happened better there, over there. So we also had Florida 70.3 mm. and uh, pretty exciting
1: racing. It was. It looked like the guys sort of more or less came off the bike together. We had uh, Luke Bell coming coming along and from behind, along with TJ. Topkinson, i think it was and they came off the bike together with a maybe a minute to two minute lead off um the likes of simon lessing uh, craig alexander Rhodesy, and one or two others so
0: and alexander smoked them on the run
1: didn't he, he? he did you know he's um he's really really improved his running and the fact that he can run you know three minutes into simon lessing i mean pretty incredible so He's had a remarkable start to the year, done on Ironman Australia, finished, where did he get, second or third? Yeah, third, maybe. Yeah, I think third was third, it. Third,
0: and then he won a couple of weeks ago at yep. uh, St. Croix. St. Croix, backed it up now. Backed it up now. So great time, too. It must have been obviously a bit of a faster course, and, but still, to do a 350. Yeah, yeah, very know? fast. That's pretty impressive. So Craig Alexander swam 25-22, rode a
1: 207 and ran a 114 to win in three hours, 50 minutes and
0: 27 seconds. Basically like three minutes behind him, we had timing lesson with twenty. 25- Five minutes, two oh seven and one seventeen. And Luke Bell who apparently um, sprained his ankle really bad before oh, the it, race, oh, okay. and
1: uh, and so, you know, he only ran, ended up running a one twenty, so held on for third place. Uh, so pretty good, all things considering. And good, old, good to see old Rhodesy back in the game. He's had a few DNFs and a few yeah, not, not, not so, so good strong results.
0: Races. And uh, this is a pretty good field, so for him to actually pull off a fourth in this with yeah. those guys in it, first first out of the swim, stayed with the guys
1: on the bike and it's a good steady run so good to see old Rosie back in the game he's a fighter old Rosie isn't he miss mm. you know, with Rosie on a girl side of things catch a shoemaker yeah pretty dominant display really ended up winning pretty easily by six minutes and uh, over Karen Smyers and I click on Karen Smiles. I want to see how old she is okay 45 40, 45 45 <laughs> 45 and she can still smack
0: okay the girls so is, is it, she's ultra ultra impressive or the females suck uh, a bit of both yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to, all the
1: females out there, just you know oh, just, I'll hedge my Betsy. I mean, yeah. she's an amazing athlete, world 45. champion. That's impressive. Um she's, she's just sensational. So it's not an Uber strong field. Yeah. I like the word Uber today. That's your that's, that's your my, word, my, isn't it? My word of the day. Uber, how do you spell Uber? u-b-b-r That's, okay. what, that's what we're gonna do. That's a Kiwi way of spelling that's it. That's how Kiwi spell it. make shoemaker, pretty pretty good performance there. Just uh good steady, thirty minute swim, two twenty seven on the bike and one twenty seven on the run for four hours twenty eight. Six-minute victory over Karen Smyers. And then uh, Tina Deckers in third place, uh, 4.36. Karen Holloway in fourth, 4.37. And Heather Golnick in 5th and, and 4.38. She's done a lot of racing this year. Yeah. She's done uh, a couple of Ironmans, and was she won She won a few weeks ago, didn't she? Kate Major, DNF. Kate Major, did she DNF or did, oh, DNF? Oh, maybe even start. start. Yeah, in the, the, the guys' and the girls' field, there was quite a few did-not-starts. Like, that guy's, the entry field on the guys was just sensational. Yeah, it had, had Bjorn, and it had about four or five other really good athletes, um, but they didn't show, obviously. Did Bjorn actually, oh,
0: Bjorn actually? I didn't realise he was entered. Yeah,
1: so... Yeah, it's Florida 70.3.
0: And then in Australia, we had old Bustleton and uh, the Bustleton half, which is not the 70.3, but it's just the half. We're curious, we don't actually know if it's actually ran on the same course that they actually do the Ironman there. Yeah. Um, So if someone could give us some feedback on that, that'd be really great. But, uh, geez, pretty good times. Pete Jacobs, well, that's what you think of. The course in Buster yeah, is pretty very fast, fast yeah. so
1: maybe they do just do a same, the same, uh, the one-lapper there. So Pete Jacobs,
0: well-performed athlete. Yep. He took that out three hours 52, 52. Yep. Uh, four minutes back from Peter. So I guess for someone like Pete Jacobs on the whole big scheme of the world thing, how would he go?
1: Well, he, he's performed really well at Ironmans, It's like Ironman Australia, you know, he's, he's had top threes. Yep. Um, he's in New Zealand. He's been in the top five. Uh, I don't think he's performed in Hawaii yet, though, so... Yep. You know, I, th- I think he's still pretty young, so I think he's got a bit of a future in front of him. He doesn't, okay. doesn't have his age. No. so So no, he's, he's not bad. We, a lot of the other names there we're not too... Uh, Familiar with. Well, I wonder if that's Pete, Peter Robertson finishing in... As in Robbo? Seventh place. Well, he's seeded number two, so I would be, wouldn't be surprised if it oh. was him. Um, so he obviously blew up on the run. Interesting. See a few more of the short course guys maybe stepping up to half Ironman and Ironman. Mm,
0: that's interesting. Yeah, he's
1: under the banner of, is Triathlon Australia, yeah. yeah, yeah so, so there we go. That's an interesting one. Yeah. And that's about it. And on the female side, we had Lisa Morongong finishing in first place. Four hours, 15 minutes, taking yeah. it out pretty Claire comfortably. Claire Goldsmith. Yeah, by yeah.
0: about six minutes or so. Yep. Nice. So for you, all you Australians, well I, done. I, I think it is really cool when you, if you, if this is the run on the same course to have a half Ironman on the same course as where a four one is run. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, one like one. I know, if I was going to be going, to, if I was in Australia and uh, planning to do the in four at the end of the year, I'd definitely make a trip to here now and just mm. give you an idea of the things, the ins and outs of the course, and to actually race on the course before him would be pretty cool, mm. wouldn't it? When I was over in Poland, I was uh, having to teach one of the guys some Australian sayings. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> <'Cause he's, laughs> He's got, he's got an Australian friend coming to stay with him yeah. so I was, I was teaching him slap another shrimp Strong on the barbie, butt, mate. mate. <laughs> oh,
0: beautiful. <laughs>
1: you flaming galah. He <laughs> so came up with some classics. Uh, did it sound funny in Polish? It sounded very funny. Uh, you know when people can't pronounce things yeah. quite you flaming galah. So it was all good. Um, wait, see, we've got the Lisbon but I don't, can't seem to pull it up we had the Lisbon long distance Lis- Lisboa long distance uh, triathlon yep and there?
0: we're just waiting for Bevan to pull up the results well it was a Microsoft program you see if it was, a, if it was an Apple program uh, okay. you know, so yeah I'm just panning we, we, it
1: now we might come back to that
0: ok so what's coming up next weekend we've
1: got see, I don't know, we've got a race that claims it's the world's toughest half Ironman so it's the Auburn Triathlon it's a half Ironman distance race and what, what reason can they claim that well I think it's race at altitude okay. and the, by the look of the bike course it is very very tough yeah. um, and I think Albert might be going, I think Albert finished maybe 5th there last year wow. and Klaus won the race last year and I know Gordo's been there and raced before so it sounds like a bit of a toughie, it doesn't, there's no Ironmans coming up in the next uh, week or so um, but a few halves yeah. and the Auburn one is one that you know, often draws a good field And finally, Bevan's Mac has decided to play That was the Windows program at Microsoft Word. Anyway, um, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson from Denmark. He took out the Lisboa Long Distance International Triathlon.
0: So long distance is now, this is under ITU, is it? Well, this isn't, but that's probably what ITU would call it. But it is a half Ironman. It's just getting a bit confusing nowadays, isn't it? We've got got the ITU long distance, we've got the 101s, we've got the 70.3s oh how do we keep on top of it I know it's difficult luckily you guys have got professionals like us doing the work exactly. for you exactly so he took it out in 3 hours 45
1: from Jens Cofield also from Denmark 3 hours 48 and then Sven Sundberg from Germany in 3 hours 50 so pretty close racing there dressing girls uh, female, female girls yep, down side here. of things Nicole Klinger Klinger took the race out in 4 hours 20 minutes pretty good so, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we'd just have lots of half Iron Men. A half Iron Man is a half Iron Man. I wish I wouldn't have this, buddy.
0: 70.3 and all this. Rubbish, just call them half iron man's. Okay, here we go, I'm going with you. On. So, I was on uh, X try yesterday actually, and I was just uh, this morning actually, and I was just doing my preps. Yeah, we decided we need to do our peas a little bit better, didn't we? we? Need to be a bit more organized. John gave me the big lecture, come on, Bev, we need to do the peas better. So, I was doing some peas. And when we were in Epic Camp this year, one thing we did kind of every night, we'd kind of sit down and and some people seemed to stay up later. Montgomery was always tired, so he was asleep <laughs> as soon as we got home, and uh. And we just talk about, you know, it's great when you're with a bunch of people who are really passionate about pushing themselves. And we talked about this race called Race Across America, and I think there is a RAM. Yeah, there you go. Um, and it's on, I think, in the next week or so. And what they basically do is they ride from one coast to the next coast. And the whole idea is however long it takes you, you know, you know, that's a, they must change the route a little bit every year. And so I just pulled up the records, and uh, this is pretty phenomenal stuff. So the, the record was done in 19... 19- Eighty-six by a man called Peter Penseros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 3,107 <coughs> miles and in eight days and nine hours. That's impressive. That's unbelievable. That's it's incredible. 20, that, that's incredible. That is incredible. It's a 21-year-old record as well. Yeah, and he's averaging a speed of about 24 k's an hour or 15 miles an hour mm. for the whole time. Not bad. So, and they're telling me on Epic Camp that they've actually made it it might be hard to beat the record now because I made it you have to sleep because right. someone actually died because they they just fell off their bike cause they, and they got hit by car yeah so yeah.
1: um man imagine that eight days Continu- well you'd imagine more or less continuous yeah would have to be
0: sleepless wouldn't it yeah yeah Pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And if you look at some of the teams, like well, I think one of the teams, four person teams are averaging like twenty four k's an hour, yeah, or miles an hour. So uh, <coughs> let me convert that in my head. Twenty four miles an hour would probably be about thirty eight k's an hour. <laughs> Something roughly point <laughs> six two. Yeah, just you know. <laughs> so um, yeah. So um, they, they have a bit on an X try about that. So check it out. And they're actually just focusing on one team. And I don't know if you actually make any money from doing the race, but how do you train for that? You can't. You can't really. It's a bit like um. You know, training for, say, Ultraman, you don't actually
1: change your training that differently really? for, for an Ironman, because you just, you just you can't really train out. any longer. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, just going to go crazy. So, uh, John actually gave me the, a link to the triathlon magazine, because uh, the cover this month's quite... In, inside triathlon. Inside triathlon. And uh, why, why was that, John? Well, it's got a rather raunchy picture. They've got raunchy. a call cool, the sex issue this month an inside triathlon, so... Just go have a look at it. Yes, we'll have the link to that on our website www.iManTalk.com. But it's got someone, some lady with no bra on, but she's covering a breast, but it's very. Provocative, one would say. Yes, and it's called Forever Sexy. I don't know who she is from a distance. Actually, that's a good point. if anybody does know who she is, we would because uh... you can't seem to actually make the image bigger to actually see the text. So mm. um, it's obviously it's obviously focused on a male market. This one, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to sell too many. Although we can't be emails. too critical because they probably got the idea from us because exactly. we did the we had to talk about sex, didn't we? So yeah. We don't we not curve or get away from the subjects. No. Um, what else we got in the news? Um, you went and saw a movie. You went to the movies, John to The movies yesterday and went to see The Flying Scotsman hold
1: a hand oh we got close to holding hands did you, yeah, did you pass yeah. in the movie yeah did you I bought some tangy fruits Oh, you yeah. always got to do that when you go to the movie. oh so it's
0: popcorn mm, don't like popcorn don't you like know popcorn well, that's alright I like popcorn but anyway popcorn you warm popcorn put M&M's in them and then the chocolate melts in it oh really yeah trust <laughs> nice. me get on it anyway yep. The
1: Flying Scotsman uh, it's not a bad movie. It's about Graham O'Brien, who set the world our mark a couple of times, also won a couple of world titles over the 4,000 meter individual pursuit and uh you know I, I really really enjoyed it i wouldn't say it's a 10 out of 10 movie or anything like that yeah. um, but definitely worth a watch it's the kind of movie you can take your partner to if you're a bit of a, a tri-geek and your partner's maybe not yeah. so much into it it does have enough of a story in there that, that the general population would find it quite interesting
0: so you were telling me before the movie what was the speed he went how far did he go in an hour Oh, they go mid-50s, I think. It's, that's it's just, yeah. that, that's incredible. This, this show should be the Uber That's Incredible show. <laughs> because that's, that's unbelievable. 50-something know, in they an they hour. Just get on there. You are just smacking program. yourself, aren't you? But one of, the, yeah, one of the
1: things that really appealed to me, and maybe maybe I'm being naive here, but he certainly didn't come across as the type of guy that would be taking drugs. He just didn't yep. have a clue. He was just doing things by himself up in Scotland, yep. and I don't think he really yeah. had a clue on drugs. So, So that was kind of refreshing as well. Um, and you're saying the day you beat the record he actually tried it the day beforehand yeah so we, we'll, we'll let you go and watch okay. the movie don't, we don't, don't, we don't put too spoilers don't in there don't put too many spoilers in there ok so
0: we're going to give big thanks to Chance Barber one of our listeners and he actually has a real cool blog I might have put a link to his blog on our um, website this week and uh, he sent us two copies you guys are just fantastic you send us you send us lots of cool stuff and you know you look out for us and he sent us he made two DVDs for John and I to watch of the 70.3 World Champs uh, they're in Florida weren't they? Florida yep so they're going to be Florida again
1: Yep, they've got apparently they've got about a f three or five year deal or something with Good. the the area where so it's So they been have two in Florida now, do they? Well, this the seventy point three was on this weekend that was just a seventy point three and then the other one's like a, okay. a championship race. Okay. A different venue
0: though. And uh, he sent us through the DVD and then we'll both have a chance to look at it what do you think? Yeah, it was good. I much enjoyed it much more than say
1: the Hawaii coverage because it really just focused on the elites. It did have a few stories about other people racing um, which which I found interesting but it didn't yep. go on and on about them. Really focused on the elites and uh, I thought it was good coverage so yep. thumbs up to and, and I really do enjoy Phil Liggett. I think he's an absolutely outstanding commentator Yeah, um, and he really just just his voice just really gets the whole thing going, I think.
0: I like the way they had lots of interviews with the Elites, say eh? They really mm. got in and had... To- I was see to see Terenzo, yep. Um, good Kiwi boy... And, uh, it really came down to a running race so you
1: know, yeah. five of them came off the bike together and that's going to you know, be, that's gonna be mm, the way it is isn't it because mm, like this weekend it's Florida and, exactly. and I guess uh, it didn't really show in terms of the age group racing uh, in terms of the drafting problems they had there but you could definitely see when they were covering the, the sections on the bike how narrow it got and how difficult it must have been for all the age groupers out there mm, mm.
0: so it's pretty cool thanks chance for that it was uh, definitely put there in my DVD collection yeah. um, and lastly in news we've got the pretty exciting news and why is that Jombo? Bike have been ordered. Ooh, I put the order in. And uh, so what was the plan? Do you know what the plan They're is? we expecting them hopefully back within...
1: Maximum three weeks I said uh, So we'll get them back And we'll get them Shipped out to you guys As soon as possible That's right For the guys going to Rote uh, Bevan is going to Hopefully yeah. Personally hand deliver them To make sure you can race well, them Well you have to meet me Somewhere I'm looking like An old fryer and What We'll
0: sort of place Where I'll be with you, jersey <laughs> and, uh, and so yeah We're looking forward to them And they should be Looking groovy Yeah it's really exciting So last week On Hot Topic of the Week We are uh, What has been Our most popular Hot Topic of the Week On Iron Man you Talk Unleashed a raging animal a r- raging animal and uh 47 comments yeah there seems to be a trend in most of those comments and uh we'll get into that in a minute we'll just start off with we're not going to go through all those 47 because the show will be 5 hours long Uh and uh but basically, um. First one was on try.com. No, I'd never heard of it. I hadn't either. No, neither. And it looks really good. It's, but it looks like the Aussie,
1: you know, Aussies. What came across to me in these, the theme of this whole, um, thread here was that people are quite patriotic in terms of their country sort of yep. forum. And this very much looks like the Aussie one.
0: Uh, and it, but it looks really good. Because nice. I, I go into another one in an Aussie one. It's called Cool Runnings, I think. And it's quite yeah. good as well. But, um, yeah, no, this looks really good. And, uh, yeah. So Josh Davies sent that one in. So uh, T Rex is going for TriTalk. Yeah. And uh and reasons, I might give a couple of reasons. Quality, variety of events around the world, no picking one event for the year and see see the pirates. So yeah, basically at the end of the day, it came down to the pirates against Tritalk, didn't yeah. it? And it's also got charitable work in a triathlon guys. Case. Yeah. Yep. Um, who else have we got here? Let's see if we can find any new ones, because they Try It well, was
1: basically Try Talk, On Try, and Runners World. Runners
0: World, basically the three that came up.
1: Nobody really seems... I'll see Beginner's Try. I'll to Try, begin, I'll begin as try I've was one other that one. one. <laughs> yeah, Transitions, are gone there. I think I've been kicked off that one too. Yeah, yeah. and I guess the other one that, uh, you know, the, the, probably the one that everybody knows about is Slow Twitch, but... Nobody really seemed to put Slow Twitch down as their favourite. Anyway. Yeah, I found
0: it really fascinating. So I found, you know, at the end of the day, it came down to a, a battle between the Pirates and the Tritalk guys. I think the Pirates had taken it out slightly. and I, Like, I'm not going... I think they were great. Um, and I think it was really fascinating. I think the one thing that those two really have is they do seem to have that patriot... You know, the people are really patriotic about it, whereas, like, we just got no one for Slow Twitch. No. Yeah, no. yeah. It was it's, fascinating. Yeah, Slow Twitch
1: really just be, it seems to be... You might, you might not necessarily <laughs> go on there. It's just a lot of gossip and things like that. Yeah. And uh, and you know, the, I think there is some good information in there. some people have said that there is good information, but it's just filtering through it. Where the other ones just seem a little bit easier to navigate. Maybe the information isn't moving quite as quickly. So if you put something up on Slow Twitch, within half, you know, within an hour, it's like probably on the second
0: page. Yep. So it's it's quite hard to sort of track topics. Um, I don't know. I don't really spend any time on forums. Do you? Well, other than pro- I go, I kind of I promote a show, and then I'll go on and kind of see what he runs up to occasionally. I'm not a big forum person; I just don't have the time. Well, a few comments came up. Gordo's forum, yeah, Gordo's was, was
1: a very, very good forum. Uh,
0: why was that a good forum? There wasn't any bullshit on there, really. Yeah. You know, it
1: was generally, uh, and you had quite a few good coaches on there that were actually giving advice. Yeah. Uh, and the topics were quite specific. And, yeah, there just wasn't too much... So, so what do we think, like I
0: think if you look at the X-Tries and the, the On-Tries and the Pirates or the Runner's World, you know, th- there seems to be a real sense of community, eh? And I think that's, that's one that's of what the... what it's all about. Yeah, I think that's the real key to it And that you've got to get a big, en- big enough amount of people in your community, and then you kind of create... It's like I Man Talk. We've created our own little things over time, and, and you guys, you're a part of that. And um like the Pirates, they do, they choose an event, and they go there, and they get all their jerseys on. It's a big event, mm. and, you know, and I think... um I think it's really cool because in everyday life triathlon most people don't even really know how much you know triathlon you know time well, you can be the funny look he's <laughs> no. giving me the funny look do you know what I think that's yeah. cool John I think it's really cool there we go transitions is the bomb it's a funny story so sad news is I broke up with my girlfriend about a month ago so I'm a single man and when I set this up all these emails go to her account Yeah. so she sent me an email this morning can you please get because it's been like 50 emails
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah That's uh, what I said. sorry about that it's good yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a second we did get one slow twitch I had to say slow twitch well, uh-huh. there we go and it's there are some awesome
1: contributors cool. and there are some pros and experts that make some awesome reading and learning I do not have the luxury of searching and reading many websites, but Slow Twitch seems second to none.
0: I think Slow Twitch does have a good. A lot. Of, the only downfall of Slow Twitch is it moves so fast because yeah. it's. You know, yeah. you put it. Like, I'll put a post on there and go back 20 minutes later and it's not on the front page exactly. anymore. So that's pretty crazy. So thanks for the guys. If, if you are looking around, at, you know, want to have a look at a couple
1: of different forums, obviously go onto our blog here and you can check them out and, yeah. uh, and see which one you like. So
0: thanks to everybody who contributed. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Um. So this week, for our discussion of the week, John was one that I kind of vetoed last week. Should Ironman be an Olympic sport? Yes. Should we just leave it at that? We're we just going to leave it at that? Yeah. No comments because we're going to comment once you guys have commented. Exactly. So should
1: so. Iron Man be in the Olympics? Okay.
0: Simple as a pimple. Mm. So, anyway, that's our news. Pimples are quite complicated, aren't they? I don't know. I don't actually know much about I should get lots of them. You get lots of pimples? I don't. I did. When you a teenager, did you? No, I wasn't too bad. Oh, man. I used to get them. I used to put band aids on my face. <laughs> 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 Shaving cut just below my eye. Yeah, I wasn't shaving, it's a problem. Uh, (laughs) You still aren't. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a news discussion (laughs) for the week. Age Grouper of the Week. You missed doing that, didn't you? Yeah.
1: You were yeah. a bit lonely doing it by yourself last week. I didn't sound too flashy, did it? No. And the ending
0: was really bad, wasn't it? Yeah. broke my heart. Anyway, um, we've been getting quite a few suggestions through for Age Group of the Week lately, and it's really cool because, A, it makes our jobs easier. But I think we, when we choose them, we kind of just go on websites and try to find people, and we kind of get the real stories from uh, when you guys send them through. So keep that up. But we've got an email through from No Name. She, didn't she did, not want us to name the name. That's right. Yeah. So, thanks for that no name. But I uh, good old no name. And uh, and the reason no name is because we don't know if it's a he or a she. Or can, no. we, say, can we say the sex? Because it's Name. I guess so. It's <laughs> a <So> she. <laughs> um, she sent us through this email and just saying she wanted to mention uh, someone who did the Iron Kit Ironman Distance race in Spain. And let's have a look. You can say that name. We, we actually mentioned this
1: last week. So she says, this week I volunteered at the Iron Cat Iron Distance Race in Empolus, Spain, which is quite close to Barcelona. You guys happened to mention the show on the last podcast. The weather was really hot in the high 20s and the sun was relentless. Relentless. On top of that, it was a six-tuplet out and back course on both the bike and the oh, ride. Yeah, that's which, painful. Which would be pretty painful <laughs> mentally as well as obviously physically. Oh, um, that. I can't imagine the patience and mental fortitude that you would need to cover the same stretch of road 24 times in one day. I would like to nominate. Right. right, let's see if we She's can get this. It a little bit easier for us. Mary Che Porto Arujo. Nice. I reckon you got it, mate. I don't know about no, that. But no, that's 10 out of 10. Yes. Go on dancing with the Stars. Because <laughs> she was the one and only woman to start and finish the race. Nice. There we go. There are hardly any chicks uh, here in Triathlon at all, and most of us are foreigners. Probably the only handful of them region have ever completed an Ironman before, so I think it's awesome when a chick has balls to set up and tough it out with the boys. Wow, that's pretty cool. So well done. Shall we give us another go. You you have a go this time. Okay, so it's Mary Che Portoyol Arahol. Oh so you did better than me. Yeah, well, yeah Actually I should go do dancing the stars too. Yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. And uh, yeah, we'd like to hear about people like uh, that, especially Performing when you, perhaps there's nobody for her to train with, and she's the only female out there, so we definitely like these stories.
0: Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, she got 60th overall. I don't actually know the whole number of the. Well, actually, it's on here, isn't it? It's a PDF, so I won't bother. But um, <laughs> it, it is pretty cool to see that she also did pretty well overall. Exactly. Um, yeah, nice. It's uh, cool. Just one thing uh, we, someone sent us, I can't remember who sent us through, and I, I probably should have done some more research on this, but someone sent us through uh, one of the races, non Ironman races, and it had like Lisa Bentley and had quite a few of the stars in it, and it was it was just really interesting, we're kind of going off par here, but it was just really interesting um, that some of those races in there are actually starting to attract some of the big stars mm-hmm. outside of the Ironman world, and it's a trend, I don't know if it's a trend that's really starting to happen or if it's just this one race, but it would be interesting to see money talks, basically. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the day,
1: doesn't it? If the race organisers put up the money, I can guarantee the pros will come.
0: Yeah, yeah, so so, so anyway, um, Mary Che Porto, you are uh, uh, a Trooper of the Week. week. Beautiful. One, two, three, four, five There we you go. It? Oh, yeah, the, the click. The clicks. Oh, yeah. Right, so... Okay, so last week, Johnbo did the, did the high-five for long-haul travel, gave us some pretty good tips, and there there was, some good I was tips. well impressed, used them. Did you use different um, fodies to get, get your meals? What? Different. yeah, yeah, definitely. You did? Always.
1: And for the drinks as well, you sort of... Did you say hello when you got on the plate? I did. I chatted to one person on the way back, and she was into... After... Death, spiritual tours, or something Ooh. like that. So that was that was wow. pretty deep. And it would have been deep. And I can't remember the rest of the way. No. I had I had all the way back. It was fantastic. I had a free seat next to me, so I actually oh. I even had to lean okay. over a seat. Now I've got
0: a really good strategy for this. If you want to get on a plane, because often you get on a plane and um, it's totally full, and so you won't get an extra seat. Now, if you want to get on a plane, and this is a bit sneaky of me, I have to admit, <laughs> but it's a bloody good plan. When everyone's going on board, make sure you're the very last person on the board. Now, you even go deliberately a little bit late. And then what you do is you see where your spare chairs are, and some people, you go sit on the chair. Now, you'll be in your wrong seat. doesn't matter because they don't check your card. But then you get a aisle oh, well, of three. It, trust me, it works. So what you do is you deliberately go on the plane late, and then you're just looking for the aisle that has three spare seats, and you just yeah. sit on that. Because like, everyone's eyeing those seats up, thinking, yeah. oh, if no one sits here, I'm going to move there. Yeah. But if you deliberately go on late and you sit there, they think, oh, bugger, they're sitting there yeah. deep down. That's a pretty good tip, isn't it? It is a good tip. Yeah. Unless, yep. unless the, cr- the plane crashes and everybody and dies
1: and you're in the wrong seat and people are going to go, Where, where's Bevan?
0: But what if you live? It, then it's good. That's true. Yeah. So.
1: She's so, so
0: with anyway. full of knowledge. Anyway, okay. So anyway, so this week, avoiding jet lag. John, you'd be, you you seem pretty happy today, actually, so you must have done something right. I did well with my recovery. I got in at 8 o'clock last Wednesday
1: morning. Yeah. Uh, and been sweet. I just a little bit of fatigue there at the end of the day. And
0: then, you know what? You did a pretty long trip Quick turnaround with lots of exercise so exactly. Yeah, yeah so never seen you so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Righty, ho Let's move on. Okay, so, so th-
1: number one, where you go, listen to last week's show for the travel tips. You know, obviously when you arrive, there's a few things you can do, but the most important thing is to listen to our previous travel tips. Nice. and make sure you put
0: those into practice. So that's nice. tip number one. That's tip number one. Okay, number two, stay awake until a reasonable bedtime, and this is when you arrive back. When you arrive back. So so you stayed. You got an eight in the morning. You stayed I up all day. I stayed up until
1: I think nine o'clock. Yeah, and one of the other things i tried to do i mean i was pretty whacked by nine o'clock i was sort of starting to fall asleep yeah what i tried to do is try to go a little bit later each day so first day i sort of try to get stay till maybe 8 30 o'clock and the next day maybe 9 to 9 30 and then next day maybe about 9 30 10 o'clock what time do you normally go to bed about 9 30 okay 9.30, so, you yeah, I mean, so yeah, yeah. yep um but i tend to like maybe stay up a little bit later sometimes when i'm trying to get over jet lag because then i hopefully sleep a little bit longer in the morning and do you stay in longer in the morning to I try to, but I'm generally awake pretty early. Yep. But, but I was I wasn't staying in bed till sort of six thirty, seven o'clock. Okay, nice. Um, number three, hydrate. Hydrate. We've yes. talked about this a lot before traveling, during traveling. Bevan's, Bevan's ahead of me now. He's just polished up Have a drink. Polished off his first glass. I'm Man,
0: only two thirds of the way through. This is my second glass because I had one before the show. Very impressive. I'm hydrating. Along with that, yeah. super healthy spaghetti. <laughs> That's why I put so much cheese in it. yeah I
1: hadn't eaten. And so hydrating is really important as soon as you get it. And if you're ever getting tired during
0: the day, just hydrate. And I was well impressed because number four, I went around we had to do some business work on Iron Man Talk. We had to go around and count some numbers for the jerseys and stuff. And, uh,. What am I saying? And uh, John was out training. That's right. Number four is get out there, just do a little bit of training, not too mm-hmm. intense, just mm-hmm. a little bit. Spin yep. the legs around for an hour or so. And that helps a lot.
1: Just gives you a bit of fresh air and everything as well. Yeah, so, definitely. Which actually leads on tip number five. Um, nice, nice. Getting fresh air. So obviously the first thing you can do is go and training, but if uh, perhaps if you're in a foreign city or something like that, even just getting outside and going shopping, going for a walk, doing touristy things, just helping to stay awake and just get the old... Blood circulating around the body um, will help you to stay awake and get over that jet lag. Do you, do you get the elephant legs? Uh, yeah, ankles definitely swell. A bit. What are they so called? So, ankles. Yeah, cankles, cankles. Yes. Actually, uh, in true Iron Man fashion, we will do a, a number six here. Oh. Um, putting your legs up the wall—that's probably not actually going to help with the jet lag, but it actually. You do that help. on the plane? No. When you, <laughs> try that one. Um, but actually, when you get into your, your destination, actually during the
0: day, a bit and during the evening, putting your legs up the wall, and that will help with the the cankles the cankles I do yeah. love the cankles Good. you take your shoes off and you're coming over your shoes uh, yeah. <laughs> it's sensational isn't it anyway that's our high, high five f- oh, and what's really cool is Neil did you get that email yep
1: got a high five for next week someone's actually done a high five for us so we do like people sending in <laughs> yeah,
0: if you want to share some content with us feel free so news <laughs> high fives yep age groupers of the week because the show John and I do a lot of the week but at the end of day it, it's about the community contributing and that's right
1: and also if uh, any any topics you might want us to sort of put up on the blog we'd also be keen to have, the, have
0: those as well yeah, websites of the week mm. age groupers of the week mm. you know what you could record the show yeah <laughs> exactly no, we love it anyway that's a uh, high five for this week So, yes. uh, again, more content sent through by a listener. And yes. this listener was the good old fashioned Scott, Scott Paul. Now, Scott, English? So, I think he is. Yeah, I think <laughs> he's from some, somewhere up in England or something like somewhere that. Somewhere up in England. We got a lot of emails last week because in the, one of private the race joke. reports, private joke. And one of the one, what, what happened? Who, who was it? Catriona Morrison. I Cat- got a bit of grief about calling John got her Because she's Scottish
1: and the problem was in the results she was down as English yeah, so. John, I
0: think John got a bit angry because we got quite a few emails and I kept sending it through and what I did is I put the blame on him and I was like well it was John's job and he, and he wrote back saying it was don't, on the results don't shoot the messenger don't shoot the messenger so but I understand because that's like if someone called us Australian mm. or if someone Australian called them New Zealander
1: but it is very confusing because when the bloody you guys go and race for Great Britain like uh, a lot yeah. of the time when in this movie that I saw Graham Brie was going and racing for Great Britain I was sitting there in Blunders Going, why is he racing for Great Britain? How did, yeah. why are they allowed to do that? Well, it varies at the Olympic Games and I think the Commonwealth Games, they race for their country, yeah. But I think at every other everything else, they race great for Britain. Great Britain, which is so, weird, isn't it? That's why we get a little confused, yeah. Scott, <laughs>
0: <laughs> back it up, Scott. I, I think you're a great guy, mate. Yeah, <laughs> um, so anyway, Scott has been the great guy that he is, you know, yes. through a side of the week, and uh. It's basically his club's website, um, Tri Club mm. website. And what is that? SterlingTri.co.uk. And do
1: you know why I know Sterling Try? Because Andrew Abercan, who was on the show a while ago, he used to race for them. Oh, well, he, there you go. He goes riding around in a Sterling Try bike jersey down here in Christchurch. So we're not going to just give, give uh, clubs random website of the week uh, yep. call, so you know, there's got to be something decent on but there. But this is a real good example. Oh, well, good gone, no. but it's a pretty it good one as well. Devastator. it. <laughs> so sterlingtry.co.uk The reason why I nominated it, I thought it would be good, is because under the cycling section of the, uh, the site they have a couple of good little um, tips there in terms of how to pack your bike um, and also
0: how to rotate uh, sort of in a and a chain gang Some some real basic kind of information for new people I think actually uh, maybe Scott actually writes some of the articles someone yes. maybe and um, but it's just some really good information for people who are a little bit newer to this to kind of sport um, real good information that's going to help you kind of overcome some of those yeah first kind of new people questions and uh, obviously the show helps as well but pretty good pretty good example of a good tri-club website isn't it very good looks like it's very active <laughs> and
1: uh, so if you are up in Scotland um, anywhere near Stirling then join up to this club and do you want to tell about the little picture you uh,
0: well on the front page I must have like a flash front page that changes the pictures every time but there's one for one and there's a guy running but the guy in the background had a sensational zip the top down to just yeah. above the nipple line I mean no kind of like the belly button yeah, wasn't well. it you had to see it, but it was yeah, beautiful, wasn't it? Exactly. It was beautiful. It was sensational. So thank you, Scott. Oh, and look at that. Look who's a part of the triathlon club. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> Katrina, where did I say it? Katrina. Is it Katrina or Catriona? I Katriana don't know. Morrison is in this tri club. Mm. No wonder Scott was angry at you. Mm, exactly. Here we go. I'm going to her little thing about her right now. She won the Scottish duathlon champs, world long course duathlon champs. She was first in the Sterling Triathlon. She oh, was first pretty... in the UK 70.3. Yep. Yeah. And it's a pretty good photo of Planet X, the bikes. Oh, uh, yep. Gordo's on the old Planet X as well. Actually, if Planet X wants to give us boys. Oh, you're sponsored by a bike, aren't you? Yeah. Actually, if there's a bike sponsor out there that wants to sponsor me, oh, my bike's <laughs> getting a little bit tired. Planet X, I tell you what, we can do you some work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's her. Our... Very good. That's, yeah. What is it called? What
1: was it? Sterlingtry.co.uk is our website. of the week. week.
0: Anyway, questions and answers. So questions and answers this week, and we're going to start off by getting rid of that page. (laughs) And we're going to go right here to questions and answers. So first of all, we had old George. Well, yep. We said I can pronounce it as George. Yep 40 York I think But you can you can go with George No he said you could pronounce it George Okay carry on He's from Argentina he's 40, he's 40 years old He's been a long time listener And a first time emailer Sounds like talk about radio oh, isn't I it? love it when you say that <laughs> Yeah My question is this, Is it going to put me in danger oh, So what happens is He's working somewhere And he's been offered a chance To go ride the Tour de France course Around the same time The tour is on isn't it Around the and Alps so, so to do some of the riding And then obviously watch a bit Of the tour as well mm-hmm. Um and he's doing an IMM race now. He's worried. His question is: Is by going on this trip, is it going to put his training in danger? Since he won't be able to do anything else but cycle during that period, he's going to be able to ride about 80 miles a day, with a lot of climbs involved. Um, what were your thoughts? I actually wrote back to him for what I felt. What well, did you feel? Well, he's not racing to Ironman Florida, which is in November, so I'm
1: assuming he's going over around about sort of July time, which obviously when the late tour, August, late August. Mm. So you got September, October, November. I'd say just go for it and just do it. You know, it's just a once in a lifetime opportunity yeah. to go ride the Alps. Absolutely fantastic. Someone's paying for it. Exactly. Um and you'll get some great strength out of it. Oh to work for that company, a- hey, yeah, that's
0: a pretty good perk. Yeah, maybe
1: we can yeah. get in there somehow. That's right. And so I would say don't worry about it whatsoever. i uh, I just say over there and just aim to get some fantastic bike volume under your belt anyway. Would
0: you okay, let's say it's even closer to like, I think he's got plenty of time so that's not too much of a problem. If you were if you were, let's say it was Two months out from Ironman, and I'll you say, got offered something like this to do, what would you do?
1: Well, if if it was for me, I wouldn't do it. But if it was somebody, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You wouldn't do the France? I would. Well, I've been over there and done it. You see, uh, so it's a bit different. Yeah. But if uh, if it was for somebody, I was coaching, and it was a once in a lifetime. And they were going to be carrying on and doing Iron Man for There's years. There's always Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. So I would say as long as it's within, uh, not within four weeks, I'd say it'd be sweet. And yep. anything closer than that, then it's it is going to have a bit of an impact on your race. But still, I'd, I'd probably still recommend for most people, most working age groupers, that are probably not going to have the opportunity to go over to France and do this again. I'd say. And it's not I like you're doing nothing, it. you're still
0: going to be riding a heap, isn't exactly. it? So it's not going to hurt.
1: It's one thing you might want to try doing is doing a little bit of running off the bike if you can, uh, that, that, will, that would help. Obviously, your swimming's probably going to be pretty limited, but if you can, you know, each day, uh, or every, maybe every second day, when you finish each day's stage, just go out for a little run, even if it's only 20 minutes, that'll yep. give you a really good transition yep. effect.
0: He actually lives in Kansas, but yep. he's from Argentina. Mm. So anyway, uh, Nick Matthews, my name is Nikolai. Maybe that was a typo, or could be, Nikolai. Yes, and he's a 16-year-old. Good to get the young crew. Exactly. We well, he go, must be kind of hip. We are, we're hip. Hip, hippie cool. hip to the bump. Um And he's a sprint distance triathlete. Yes, I'm a Kiwi that lives in Daugland, as you like to call it. I listen to your show th- every show three times. Yeah. That's what you do when you're a kid, eh? You're too keen. Yeah. Hey, Oh man, even I haven't listened to the show three times. Um, when he's out running, good work. Just wondering, any recomm- recommendations on bikes as he's about to get a road bike? Well, it kind of depends if you're going through a growth spurt or
1: not. Your and age, how rich your parents are. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, it, it really depends. If you're not, if not growing too much, you know, if you are still growing, then you might want to get something that's a little bit too big for you. Um, but generally, you know, when you're looking for a bike, rather than us giving you recommendations on, on what you should exactly get, you've really just got to get something that fits you. Now... Because you're a Kiwi, um, I'm sponsored by Genius and they are a very good value for money bike. And if someone had sponsored me now, I'd be saying I'm sponsored by <laughs> So no, in all seriousness, Genius is a good value for money bike. Yep. The main thing you want to be looking for though is a bike that is going to fit you. Uh, and if you are still growing pretty quickly, then you probably want to get something that's going to be a touch big for you um, and then you, you'll hopefully grow into it. Because
0: some kids are like... Developed to 13, aren't they? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then other people who don't develop to the 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Such as Kevin. <laughs> um, so that's probably the best advice we can give you. Just uh, just go for sides rather than... Okay, so other factors like are obviously um, how much money you do have to spend. W- yeah. With that, um, do you go secondhand?
1: No, no problem going secondhand. As, yeah. as, again, as long as the bike fits okay. Probably, uh, as Gordo sort of outlined on his podcast, uh, not this, his podcast. Oh, our not, podcast on so. our podcast. <laughs> you know, there's a few things you can, you're can. better off spending your money on before you start um, spending
0: huge money on a bike.
1: So, yeah, like aero bars is one thing that is definitely worth you know spending a little bit extra money on them rather than, say, race wheels. So you've just yep. got to prioritise things. The first thing, obviously, you need to get a bike that fits. Then I'd prioritise um, a set of aero bars. Second, you know, a wetsuit's going to be above that. Um, and race wheels are a little bit further down the track.
0: Yep nice well,
1: good luck before you racing mate let us know how you go come, Nicola you should come down here the National Secondary School Gibafon Champs are down here in a few weeks time in Christchurch Oh, get out of Daukland see what it's really like down Let's south see
0: where the hardcore live exactly um, then we've got Shim yep Shim from Chicago Big, big Shim not any Shim he's a, <laughs> nice he's big, a shim. big Shim don't mess around with Big Shim Anyway, he's been listening to the show for about 10 months loves the show and a great way to get through some really boring gym workouts um, we got some weird stares from the people at the gym because he burst out and laughing when we were talking about stocking up your food aid stations. So this question must be quite old. Um, anyway, I've uh, been looking for some techniques of the pros and was shocked to see, this is obviously with swimming, that their breathing patterns while in the water wasn't in the three or five count, but rather every two strokes. Yeah. Um, so his question is...
1: Is this normal and should everybody else be doing that? Yep. So my, my advice is uh, you're far better off... Uh, in training, learning how to do three and five stroke breathing, and then if it comes to a race situation and you need to breathe every two strokes, then you've, you've got that skill where you can breathe to both sides. So, the reason you know pros, uh, a lot of the pros do it is uh, they might find it a little more comfortable. If you if you're drafting off somebody and say they're on your right hand side, then obviously you want to be breathing to your left so you're not getting sucking in um, water. Also, if you're going really hard, they're, they're probably breathing a bit, yeah, more, it's regular it's bit more regular oxi- to the, uh, get, yeah. get that get the oxygen in
0: there. And for most age groupers you shouldn't be swimming that fast you know I mean? exactly. or of that intensity at least. Yeah. So yeah, if you watch uh, Olympic
1: distance triathlon uh, ITU style thing those guys are going pretty much maximum effort for the first 500 metres of the swim um, so that's why they're breathing every two strokes they just need that oxygen to keep going so my advice would be um, probably not to watch what the pros are doing and a lot of the time it is because they're a little bit lazy um, but try to get used to breathing every three and five strokes um, probably every three and if you're getting fitter then every five and then when you come to a race situation, if you need to breathe every two, um, you've got that skill. The
0: other thing is as well is that uh, three stroke breathing is more efficient on energy, so it's one of the reasons you are going to go there, and a lot more balanced. Yeah, totally. And because yeah, you're tipping side to side. Mm. Um, I discovered figs last year as another form of great nutrition. So that's
1: something that Mark Allen was big on figs oh, yeah. really? when he first started. Not Mark Allen, sorry, uh, Dave Scott, okay. when he was winning his early Ironmans, which were in like early eighties. Early eighties, yep. he was like fueling his whole day on figs. Really? So yeah. So what's a fig? It's uh, a figs a fig. Yeah, but what is, is it like a raisin it's or? It's like a, a pruny type thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, but essentially, a fig. but essentially, it is a fig. I kind of
0: yeah. <laughs> I like prunes. Anyway, it's big shim. big shim. Big shim. Big shim. Then we had a Wayne from. Oh, come on, Wayne. Give us where you're from. We like the where you're from. It makes us feel special. Been listening to the episode, uh, Squimishy, talked about runners trots. He's given us a bit of... He's done some research, hasn't he? He's done a bit of a story. I think Wayne
1: might be from Daugland or Australia. Myob? Myob. Mind your own business. Oh, nice. So okay. It's my accounting software. I've got Myob.
0: There you go. So, anyway. Um, so, he's given us a bit of insight to where the, the words... What do we call it? Yifter. Uh, yep. So, he's saying that... Instead of calling things runner's trots... Oh, tend- so this is in his running club, wasn't it? they yeah, called it, call it a Yifter instead of, a, uh, instead of runner's trots. So. And the reason it was called a Yifter because there was a runner called uh, Mitris, maybe, something like that, Yifter, and Yifter was known for his incredible bursts of speed over the last 200 metres of the 5 to 10k event. On our runs, we knew when someone had to go for a pace, would suddenly pick up and would hammer it for the next toilet tree. Yifter missed the final of the 5,000 metres in the 1972 Olympic munich olympics as he was in the toilet at the time
2: <laughs>
0: that's sensational
2: <laughs> but i've really got to go
0: <laughs> and uh oh there you go
1: yeah, So he's just really just telling us about and instead of calling it runner's trots you may want to call it a yifter
0: there we go so that's that is pretty good yeah. um andrew Kerr, good old t-rex of try oh the t-rex is yeah, that yeah. Right. okay so uh, you want to go yeah, so this is a slightly padded
1: out one, because we haven't got Coach's Corner, you know, we've got sort of Coach's Corner sometimes spread through the questions and answers. Nice. So, well, you're always coaching, aren't you? Exactly. Even in your sleep. Exactly. Uh, so his question was, as a non-specialist runner, how do you possibly physica- psychologically prepare yourself for the Ironman run? You know, he's had a lot of troubles, He sort of got through the bike, got through the swim okay... And then going through the run, sometimes not necessarily a case of that you're you absolutely knackered, but just mentally thinking, "Holy crap, i a, a run long 40 way to go." Ks. Yeah, especially if I get into when you're dying. Yeah, and for some of the guys that you know are not super speedy runners, you know, and they might be out there for four, five, six hours. You know, dealing with that fact when you're coming off yeah, the bike. Yeah, yeah, poor. So something we've mentioned a lot in the past is really breaking the course down, um, and T Rex sort of mentioned that. One of the things I like to do is using landmarks or turning points or kilometre markers and really just focusing on those as you're going through the run. So if you come off the bike and think, I've got to run 42Ks, I don't care if you're, if you're yeah. the, the amazing Bevan Isles, well, or, if you're, James Isles yeah, right. <laughs> or if you're anybody else in the world, you know, 42Ks is a bloody long way to run. So you, you really do just need to break it down and just into nice little small size bike, ch- bike chunks and one of the things I find is the further you go into the race, those... Chunks need to become smaller yeah, and smaller yeah. and smaller. Uh, so when I first start Man run, my first target is generally about four or five k in, yeah, and then it goes, and down then to it goes like shorter K's by the end, not Exactly, yeah. No, it goes down for me to steps and like just to. Oh, I remember to, Peter Reed, twenty steps. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I do the same. It's just like I'll just focus on something, maybe fifty meters up the road, or I'll focus on my steps or anything like that, but you've really got to get it down into very, very little bite-sized proportions.
0: One thing on that, it's really important, and I think it's really important for anyone, especially because mm. Ironman's generally your key race, you've got to have gone over the course. So um, get a car or hire a car or you know whatever it is, And go over, and if it's only one, if it's a two lap course, maybe only do one lap of it, obviously. But drive around and just get an idea of what you're going to be coming up with on the day. Because mentally, if you don't have a picture of what's coming ahead, it's just so much harder. Mm. Whereas if you have an idea, okay, well look, I know that that turns up there, um, that also helps you on that factor.
1: Uh, The other side of things is you've got to let your mind. You know, you can't be 100% focused on everything you're gonna, you know, on on just pushing yourself all the time. You just you just crumble into a ball. So you've got to have quite a few things for your mind to sort of wander on. So one of the things I really push my athletes on is thinking about their technique uh, and thinking about, you know, lifting your knees, uh, holding your form, and you're really visualising what you look like when you've been in a good race situation and you've been running fast and just think back to what that feels like, what what you think you look like, and really try to replicate that. So just one of those things I'm trying to give your mind a few different things to do as you go through the race.
0: And with the, when you're doing that, like for example um, if you're running uphill, you think about your technique, you know, you th- again you think of the course and you think of what kind of technique do I need for this next section and you know, after you're running uphill and downhill you can make up a lot of speed because you're being technically efficient, so mm-hmm.
1: mm. uh, Next one again, keep yourself, your mind occupied uh, and also making sure you're fueling yourself is think about your nutrition, so you know, that, that can eat up several minutes you know, if you can see an aid station coming up maybe a minute in front of you, you're going thinking, right what am I going to have here? I'm going to take a gel out of my pocket. I'm going to have that. And then as I'm going through, I want to try to get a Coke, a water, a, another drink, or whatever you're going to think. And by the, by the time you've actually, say, a minute coming into the aid station, you go through the aid station, maybe you're out the other side. That's two or three minutes of the race.
0: And we know that aid stations come very regularly. So that can kill quite a bit of time as well. Nice. Um I'll oh, take this one. Take your take your K times, um so or mile time depending on the market that they at the race. And that's just a good way to kinda of keep you on track of how your performance is going. Yep. Yeah. And just uh don't yeah, don't get too caught up with it if you start to slow down. But it's just yeah, it's just something to keep your again, yeah. keep your mind occupied. But with that one, if you are slowing down heaps and it's mentally starting to kill you, then you, you can could pull away from it. Exactly. Yeah, so I wouldn't you know. have
1: wanted to take my K times
0: come <laughs> on. I would generally take mine for
1: about the first 25 to 30 Ks and then, yeah. I, then I don't you bother too much to after that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, enjoy the crowd. Um, you know, what, one of the things I find really useful is if my supporters on the course are Actually, go out to points where there's not many people. You know, yeah. if they're in town, you know, they'll probably actually enjoy it more. Yeah, um, but, but they're there for you, yes. you know, your supporters. <laughs> but if they're out in the deep, dark areas of the course where there's nobody, it's really nice to have them out there, and then you can actually see them. You're not sort of peering through the crowd and looking for them,
0: but but enjoy the crowd and uh, and and give your supporters a little bit of feedback as you're going past. One thing as well, I don't know if they do this, all races, but I'm in New Zealand yeah. this year. One thing they did for. Um, to a fundraise for CCF, was it CCF? I think something like that. Yeah, um, they um, they had placards and you, they punched mm. like five dollars, and people could write a message to you. And like I just read those when I was running along. There's a few people who have done Iron Man talk ones, and um, just you know, just another thing to keep your mind off the job. Exactly. Uh, when you're getting into the final stages, at, well, the second
1: half of the run, um, especially probably the last third. That's when you can start actually focusing on people in front of you and start trying to reel them in. So we talked about breaking the race down and focusing on you know special landmarks. It's also what you can do in the last third is actually start focusing on people and try to reel
0: them in one by one. Yeah, and mentally that's awesome, eh? Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, minimize your minimize your walking unless you uh, it's a part of your race plan. So like obviously some people what they do is they'll run and then they will walk the aid stations or they may you know walk periods deliberately. But walking is just so slow. It is. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if I've given this example but I remember when I did my first Ironman I came in at 10.59 I just got under 11 hours and Five k to go. Me and this guy were running, and it was a pretty slow run. Like we were struggling yeah. along, but we were running along. And then with about maybe three k to go, I just couldn't handle it anymore. I had to walk. Yeah. And he stumbled, and he beat me by 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, literally. And yeah. like he wasn't going fast. He was going so slow. But just the fact he was able to keep a just a slow run, oh, wow. you know. And I know I was trying to walk fast, but he just yeah. he put 20 minutes on me just by being able to do that. And uh, walking's just so slow. So if you can avoid it, like obviously some people out there, if you're running a six or seven hour marathon, you're going to be walking. But if um you know if you're closer to maybe a three Three, four, four and a half hour marathon. You really try to minimise your walking. Mm. What do you do to do that? Just mentally, just pull yourself together.
1: Yeah, and just have have a plan. So if you are going to walk the aid stations, but one thing I would encourage, if it is part of your race plan to walk the aid stations or, or have a walk run policy, like some people yep. I'm working with are doing, like a nine minute run, one minute walk. Yep. You've got to actually practice walking and training. Yeah, because it's quite difficult when you go from walking to running to walking to running all yep. the time. Um, just getting back into your rhythm. So. Uh, yeah, if, you, it is, if, you, if you're going to do that in the race, which is not necessarily a bad thing, and you can actually often cover the marathon course quicker if you do include some walking, if it's planned
0: walking, yep. uh, then you do need to practice in training. Don't just expect to be easy on the day. Um, the other thing as well is when you start walking <clears> – <throat> you know it's a minute and so when the minute comes up instantly start running because mm. then you might think oh minute ten and you know next minute's two minutes and you know you're losing time by doing that and as I say walking is so much slower that um, really just when you start to walk have a plan to when you're going to start running again exactly um, so like a aid station you know like don't make it two minutes after the aid station yeah, definitely um, we've got another um, question that was actually it could have been Coach's Corner it could have been do you want to do the intro Coach's Corner. Beautiful. That was Coach's Corner for today. Yes, there we go. Uh, Bevan, no chance. That was, that's me. <laughs> that's your right. chance, Papa. Again, here's the guy who sent us the DVDs. He's actually got a question for us. He did. Um, he finishes Iron Man, and we were so focused, he didn't actually hear Mike Riley say, "You are an Iron Man." Yeah. And And uh, he's been able, unable to find a raw, or a, an audio file or a wave file. Um, with Mike Riley saying that. Now I'm not sure if it's actually out there, but if anyone has a copy, well, often when you race somewhere, for when that
1: event is still live up on Ironman.com, yep. you can go on there and watch your little video clip. Yep. Can you download but I that? don't. Uh, I don't know but then once it becomes off they can sell it to you yeah, I bought mine once
0: oh did you yeah it's was uh, a waste of money okay because <laughs> <laughs> you kind of think it's going to be like Hollywood superstar and it's just you running down the street it's yeah. save you money on that but point. I don't know where to get it And uh, so know. if anyone actually does know who you're just asking if we could ask on the show so if anyone knows um, where you could find Mike Riley saying you are an Iron Man that'd be really cool obviously chance maybe you want to do something with DVD or we just wants to hear it said hmm so, really cool. And lastly, we've got hounds and a uh, problem downloading... The, no? Oh, okay. You want to put this one in here, so it's the archives. No, no, you just... Do uh, you, don't, you don't have to talk about that no, if you no, no. Okay, so what we have is we have our archives page, and for those of you who are listening to the show, just like, actually, there's a couple of things I want to bring up here. We've got our archives page. If you want to listen to the older page shows, you just go archives, and we have them there. Now, there's another place you can get them, and it's com. Is that Man talk at or just... no. It? So, so it's again. Dub, dub dub I'm not even sure to be honest. Actually, go on. Just go on to this week's websites on www.imentalk and I will put it up there. And it's that's, that's where actually I source our archives page from. And um, so, if you can't get the show on our archives page, go back to that link there. And again, I'll put that on our website this week. Um, what else did I want to add to that? I think that was it. Okay. So, and it's good to see people listening to the older shows. Oh, just one thing. Um, oh. we, we seem to get a lot of people who uh, listen to the show just from the website and. Um, it's just so much easier if you actually just download iTunes and listen to it by downloading iTunes. Now, you, if you're going to go onto our website and we've got uh, first time listening to the show, if you click on that link there, top right hand corner, um, it's a little green link. If you click on that, actually to a page that really shows you how to get the show quite easily and it's got all the links to the things you need to do and it's just kind of easier for you guys to actually get the show it's actually better for us because um, if you subscribe to the show it takes us up higher on iTunes and iTunes seems to be the way that people get podcasts so um, it would just be really cool if you could do that we've got a couple Skype questions and uh, let's chuck them on right now and here's the first Skype question
2: hey guys this is uh, Mike Rydell from Great Falls Montana I've been listening to your guys' podcast just want to say how great I think they are I usually like them on the long bikes and runs, um, you know, I enjoy listening to them. I had a question for you guys. Um, my buddies and I have been debating um, the long bike ride, uh, like on a Saturday. Do you think it's, do you guys in your experience, do you think it's better to do a long bike ride just in your zone one and zone two heart rates, or do you think it's better to go out and ride with, let's say, a bike group? Uh, where you're doing surges and riding on the wheels and riding out of your comfort zone, uh, overall your average heart rate might be the same but you're doing a lot more surging whereas zone 1 to 2 long ride you're just sitting in zone 1 or 2 uh, building that aerobic engine. Do you guys think there's a right or a wrong or kinda what are your thoughts on that? We're kinda divided in the middle. Um, if you wanna check out our tri-team you can. Uh, you don't have to air our website, but just so you can check us out so you know who's listening to you, uh, we're at VigilanteTry.com, uh, just a group of Montanans that are in Ironman, and we enjoy your podcast. So uh, thanks a lot. Any, help, any advice you guys could offer would be great. Thanks a lot. Bye.
1: So thanks for that question. Oh, I oh. I, I, I was trying to hold the microphone I'm here. Hold the mic, don't worry, I saw it. So... Um, We're just having a look at your Vigilante website there, and we're very impressed that you got Subway as a sponsor. Subway as a
0: sponsor. they have got some good sponsors. We would
1: like Subway to sponsor our show.
0: I had Subway the other day, actually. It's the only fast food I'll eat. And look, they've got the Flying Scotsman there on their interesting articles (laughs) page. And they're saying that everyone listens to us. So look at that. And what's that? The guy's frozen himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to the question. Uh, So in terms of group writing. uh, you know, bunch riding with cyclists and so on. I think that's a good thing to do in your off-season and to do for a bit of variety. Uh, I definitely don't think you should completely outlaw it, say I should never do that because it's not what an Ironman triathlon's like. Uh, but I'd be saying that you, when you're in your specific build-up, maybe in the last 10 weeks before a race, you probably want to limit it. Doesn't mean you can't go out riding with a group, you know. So Bevan and I, for example, our group rides are often, you know, maybe between four up to eight people. Yeah. Um, and that's sort but of. But it's suitable. not a big group,
0: is it? It's not like a twenty or forty.
1: No. No. So I'd be saying, you know, the, these group rides are good every now and then, especially in the off season for a bit of variety. <clears throat> As you're getting closer to the race, we think you're much better off uh, doing things that we've talked about before. You know, your main set work. So going out and riding sort of five to six hours and doing some main set work in there, you know, like the three. Three times 50 minutes or spending around about three hours sort of in your um, steady zone you call it zone one and zone two what sort of around about your aerobic threshold uh, or just below or just b- above but really doing more Ironman paced work possibly throwing in a bit of half Ironman paced work there towards the end slightly shorter intervals especially as you get closer to the race um, but you really need to build up that big aerobic engine um, remember what Gordo was saying last week it was great to go out and do lots of hills he was getting lots of hard work in there and feel like he was That's really good cool for working. strength yeah um, but you do need that when you're racing you're just going at a nice constant speed So and
0: one thing be I've really been doing really lately issue. in the last because when you went away we did that caro, and it's the last big hill ride I've done I've spent a lot of flat riding in uh, pretty tough conditions and uh it's just a good way to really focus on your pacing uh, for periods of time, especially in your main sets, because you do well, you can't really do hill riding in your main sets, can you? No. No. But, um, yeah, no, definitely. You don't want to get too much close to a race, eh? No. No.
1: no. So, so we, we would advocate more lo, uh, long, steady work rather than short bursts. But there's definitely still a place for that. And if you're feeling a little bit stale on your training, that's the time when you often want to go out and do a little bit of a uh,
0: little bit of group stuff. You know what? And it really does, especially if you're by, if you're doing it by yourself and you can get a crew along. If it's if it's going to be a crap ride, and you know, you know, if you some days you wake up and you know you're going to have a crap ride, and it's just a waste of time. Ride well, maybe a bit off just to get out for crew exactly. in that case. Um, so can you please send us the subway voucher? <laughs> 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 Gotta be transferable to New Zealand. That's though. right. Um, we do another Skype question, but we're kind of running out of time, so we're going to do that one next week, and that was about. Um, um, shoe placement on the shoe with a triathlete um, on the pedals. So, you know, so Iron Man Talk is proudly brought to you by Coffees of Hawaii. Kind of I did it like we do at the beginning of the show, then, didn't I? Mm. And we're looking at the website, and again, it's just looking fantastic. But they've actually made more of a point on their front page about how to get the membership card now.
1: Yeah, so you know what? We really want to encourage everybody who's listening is to get on there. Join up to their club, uh, and then you'll be kept informed of all the specials that are coming online. So that's the way that they're going to be supporting uh, you guys. You get to know about all the specials coming up. Yep. And, and Albert
0: was saying that lots of you guys have
1: actually gone on there and done that this week. So. But we want more. We want more. So you must get on there and We do that. want you. And the, the site is, like we said last week, it's worth just going on there and looking at some wicked pictures. Yeah, there and, really is. Uh, there. And get on there and support these guys. It's the There's, Hanahu Club. <laughs> Ooh, back it up and, uh, and just get on there get yourself some coffee but the main thing is we want you to join up but next week we've got some pretty exciting news but we're going to leave we're, you out there on the got, edge we've got there. an
0: Iron Man talk special but we're not going to tell you anything else are we no so you need to tune in next week <laughs> but anyway the, Hano, the Hawaiian language Hanahu means to do again repeat, renew, repair or mend our Hanahu Club just does that repeat orders of our coffee are delivered on schedule that you desire pour a cup there. Oh. Oh, okay. so it's another club I suppose yeah mm. So get it's on really with... cool the thing I like about the company is they really are they really are about give, you know it's, it's, sure, it's obviously business and they want to make money but at the end of the day it's really about the bigger picture isn't it mm. you know doing lots of things they've got the join of the Save the Planet member um, and obviously supporting a lot of the community um, and supporting the triathlon world and um, supporting us which we think is kind of cool um, do you want to do a coffee? yeah let's do a coffee okay, let's do a coffee that's no, right now. Oh, look, see, look at the, I love the new packaging, eh? It's cool. It's very flash. Okay, Island Princess. <laughs> no, <laughs> not currently available. Oh, not currently available. Okay, how about the Hawaiian espresso? Okay, savor our dark roasted beans in a single or double shot espresso or as a gusto of a calf latte mocha, cappuccino or calf m- americano. Would that be cafe or calf? Oh, yeah, cafe. Yeah. It was just the E <laughs> <laughs> So, right, There's a Hawaiian expresso Exactly
1: So you guys just get on coffeesofhawaii.com, Buy your coffee But obviously while you're there Make sure you
0: join up to their club And then you'll be kept informed Of all the specials you know coming up Oh, wait a week to buy your coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that we don't want you to go nearby, buy but just trust us on that one yeah. get on it um, anyway so what else um, so if you want to go to our website there's a few things so subscribe from iTunes one thing I'd like us to do if you, if you get a chance is to go onto iTunes and give us a review yeah well, lots of people have done that but I just think the more you guys do that uh, the better it is for us so if you could go on iTunes and write a review for us um, preferably a positive one. Positive one. Um, go onto our website, click on one ad. Um, on the website that gives us a little bit of money. Also, Amazon page uh, for your shop. Preferably, if you work at a company that buys a lot of stuff through Amazon, yeah, <laughs> do that for us. What else do we do?
1: If you're having a little bit of trouble with your flexibility, you maybe have a little a few niggling oh, injuries the book, yeah. on the home page. We have a, a link to a really good stretching book. It'll tell you about every stretch you ever need to know about every different part of your body. So just click on there and you can find out more about that.
0: We need to get new photos because everyone's commenting how goofy we look in the photo. Yeah, you're, you're looking a bit funny with that. Oh, I was pretty happy that photo, with that photo, but everyone says I look like a dork. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone goes, what's with that photo? Yeah,
1: well, uh, okay, we can do that next week. Okay.
0: Um, anything else Um, top topic of the week you know where to go for that if you want to email us a question it's imantalk at gmail dot com feel free to email us with a question Um, I'm going to take the cycle order top off now so you can't order any tops at the moment but we will be doing it again in a few months
1: yeah we're going to do either another order of the jerseys or we're going to come up with something
0: new oh
1: Possibly. Ooh, I've be- got a few ideas floating around.
0: And lastly, if you want to donate to the show, go to our website and go to Support Iron Man Talk and you can donate some money to the show again which helps support the show. I'm actually gonna start saying the names of the people who have been donating because I think we'll do that next week, but I'm gonna say maybe if you don't want your name mentioned, yeah say. That no name from earlier on the show, yes. don't say your name. But just because I think you guys by giving you a bit of your hard earned cash definitely helps us out heaps and I think you deserve a bit of love. So those who have already donated donated the show, don't worry, bring your name up. And, uh, yeah, anyway, John, what are you got on for the rest of the week? What have I got on? I'm about to go do a little bit of work. When's the baby due? I've uh, got
1: three weeks to go she now. She's
0: any time now, isn't it? She's in the drop zone. She's in the drop zone. <laughs> Watch out!
1: <laughs> so she... I've, been, I've been reading all my little books. Hey, have what So, what did you learn from the books? Got to encourage her to urinate every hour when she's going through labour. Every hour when she's going through labour, do yeah, you? Yeah, make sure she encourages her to urinate. Do you think she'll listen to you when she's going through labour? This is debatable. <laughs> um, I've got I've to touch her and rub her back. And That's right. It's all about her then, isn't it? Get in the shower. You have to get in the shower. We'll Possibly. So, With we'll, her? We'll, yeah, the togs have been packed. Um, <laughs> I said. She said, I'll put your togs in there. I said, I'll just grab my Speedos. She said, you're not wearing your bloody Speedos at a hospital. <laughs>
0: So, oh, I wish I could have got photos of so that. So I've got
1: your goggles too, mate. Goggles, <laughs> cap. <laughs> I've got the shorts in there, and I've yeah, I've yes, got, got everything organised. We're ready, wow. ready. have got rock. the bag ready to go. Yeah, we've got the bag ready to go. We've actually we're getting. I've got an order of power cookies in this week. Well, let
0: a power cookies. <laughs> come um, on, get
1: some of this into you. Well, you're in there for you know up to fifteen hours or so. Mm-hmm. You've got to eat something, so we're going right. to have power cookies. And the pram arrived at the weekend, Ooh. and the cots up. And did you, did you
0: like paint the room, or do anything for the room? Yeah, paint the room. Did you? Yeah, you've done it. You've done it. We're all sorted, mate. Yeah,
1: everything is organised. Don't leave
0: anything to chance. So it can all happen now. We had baby shower at the weekend. Oh, baby shower was it lucrative? Very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> Love the baby shower. I baby shower. Yeah. No, I was, I was only 19, so it's a bit different. You I want to share what I'm into. Yeah. Well, my daughter turned 10 on the weekend. Yeah. So I'm at the other room. My daughter turned 10. I had a birthday party, and we had 20-something kids around. We did a <laughs> disco hide, a disco ball, made my lounge into it, and then 10 of them stayed the night. Great. And I tell you what, I got no sleep. Mm. No sleep. But I walked into the room when there were 20 kids were here because I had boys and girls because of that age now, Now playing a game called... Uh, Truth, dear. Promise. Promise or kiss. Oh, yeah. Back it up. I stayed around and sat around and watched the game. No kissing was happening (laughs) when I was there, I'll tell you that much. Ten.
1: Oh, Oh, dear.
0: That's the worst thing when you're a guy, because you know what guys are like, eh? Kids these days. (laughs) Kids these days. (laughs)
1: When we were kids, it was all (laughs) different. We were working in the mines.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> we earned a living. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much our show for this week. Oh, just quick news. I'm going to give it away anyway. Uh, sometime, hopefully next week, but over the next couple shows, hopefully. We can't guarantee it, but I'm, I'm pulling it out there. Who have we got on the show? Craig Alexander. And he seems to be the man of the moment, doesn't he? Yep. So, over the next few weeks, we've just got a jack up time. He's obviously over in the States. Yep.
1: Won a couple so of graces. When we can arrange time to talk to him, we will, and he'll be on the show soon.
0: Yeah, so great. So if you actually got any questions to send through to ask, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, send them through to us, and uh, that'd be really cool. You anyway, know, we've kind of made it go <laughs> quite long. Look at that, one hour ten. Nice. Hope uh, your training's
1: going well. If you're listening to this when you're training, push a little bit harder. Yeah. Come, come on,
0: come on, let oh, it. Actually, we need to do that. Oh, sorry. Okay, focus. stop adding. Okay, here we go. We haven't done this for a while. Can you remember it? I can remember. Okay, go. Iron rusts. I am in it. Train hard. Train
1: hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> some people probably think we, we do this on purpose no, just to get laugh, but we're actually are no. we are meatheads. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: really are. Yeah. You yeah. seen those photos? Yeah. Okay, this time. Iron Russ. Iron meat. Train hard. Train smart. Kaha Kia